Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome to Blasphemous Reviews. I'm Jake. I'm KJ. Hey, I hope you guys had a great new year. Thank you for watching our Matrix episode and our Christmas special as well. Uh, we're kind of getting to the groove of this video thing. Um, we're still doing all of our audio. So all of you guys listening to our audio, thank you as well. Much love. Very, very much so. All love. I want all of it. That's all we want with 2021 is love. I don't think this we're going to get it, though. I, th I think we're still so so divided. I think, I think you're right. But also, I think a lot of people are done with the dumb shit. And are you think people are woke, as we as the kids say? Are you think people are getting woke? I, yeah, kind of. Um, I but also, I think, I think there's equally as many woke people. I look at it like imagine if it's like a flat line, right? And this is just like the center where everybody normally is. Mm -hmm. But then you got let's just say you got your woke people up here, right? More and more woke people. But to keep the balance, there mm -hmm. has to be more and more dumb people. <laughs> We're just always going to have it. I think it's always just going to be that divided until, like, what, what's it called um, that people have been preparing for or have said they've prepared for is, like, civil war? Is that what it is? Um, well, for me personally, I think it's more so going to be an economic collapse and less of a like civil or revolutionary war or anything. That's like that. what I, yes. Revolutionary. Yes. Revolution. I don't say you I, want a I, revolution. I don't think we're going to have that. I just, I feel that like, I think we will eventually, so many, but not yet. Right. I, well, I, I think that we have, like you said, we're getting those woke people. I think we're starting to have a lot more than normal. And I think that the woke people are, I don't know why I keep saying that I'm fucking old and I don't even make it sound right. The people that are just, you know, I don't know, using their fucking brain. I think that there's more critical people, thinkers. Thank you. Critical <laughs> thinkers like myself and Jake and other woke people are honestly, I think there's more of them and they're weaning out the people that are not so woke or asleep. <laughs> right, right. That's how I mean, I, I, I'm saying it. It's funny to me how I'm saying it, but I'm, I'm serious. Like, I think that we have more people that are critical thinkers and I think that we're getting stronger with that or greater in numbers and we're getting, you know, more and more numbers of critical thinkers. I, like I said, I think there's, there's a growth in critical thinkers mm. at the same time, a growth in dumb people the, everybody used to be middle of the line where they're like kind of woke, but like, you know, they're just comfortable with life. And now, now you got people who, call you call you a sheep for wearing a mask right right they're like the government's controlling you and i'm like you have a social security number and pay taxes you have a cell phone you you fucking stop at stop signs you're being controlled blatantly like we are fucking being controlled with these so-called masks right that's, anybody, that's like, what it, blows me away it, it gets me so fucking pissed. They don't even think about that shit, what they do. Or like, yeah, the social security number. You're you're literally a barcode when you're born. Right. You are you're signed literally a, number, a fucking barcode. They own you. It's, it's aggravating to think about that or that we stress out. Like for you, uh, for example, that you're a prime example of working in the food industry. Something right. that's actually struggling and declining every single fucking day. And it's a blessing that you have a job. Blessing on us because we are doing... Just as good as we were before all of this, right? Um, but you're also taking good and precaution, bad. right? 
because we're taking the precaution, but at the same time, there's things are getting back to the point where people are not caring about going out with groups of people. I mean, we have people walk into our door with groups of 12, 15 people on the regular. Right. I mean, we have to split them up. Like, well, you, should, we have to. We can't seat more. Sense. We can't seat more than eight to 10 at a table. And that still blows my mind. You shouldn't even have eight to fucking ten. You shouldn't have eight. You shouldn't be going out to eat with more than two or three people max. Right. If you well, if you got a family of four, I get that. You know, two That's parents, I mean. two kids, yeah. right. something like that. But like, yep. if you have if you exceed more than that, then don't go out. You have children, you know, or not children. You have so many children, and like, regardless of what what do they say, the number is like twelve people that you can be around or hang out with, or some goofy shit like that. Is that it? Doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. No, I know it doesn't matter, but that, that but they don't want numbers? people gathering in groups larger than ten. That's why. That's, larger at least, than ten. At okay, least so, in Ohio, that's how it is. We. That's, well, that's why the point we, I'm trying we to can't see. Nobody people. follows that fucking law. Nobody follows that rule. Nobody follows shit, and it's so aggravating because, again, in the middle of a global pandemic through 2020, the entire fucking 2020 and we have people that are still so stupid thinking that this is not a big deal science has proven it but you fucking sit here and try to debunk it there's nothing to debunk and it's and they try to bring back the fucking play of like oh well we had fucking swine flu and we survived that shit well people are still dying from the fucking flu you dumbass just not in as great numbers as coronavirus it's so fucking stupid Here's what what I think is happening. I think these people have been convinced that they are speaking out for American freedom. You know what I mean? They have this idea Mm -hmm. of how, you know, this intense nationalism where they, you know, they have to support American ideologies. And to them, fucking off the government is, is one of those ideologies. But in reality, like, they are the most dick sucking government sucking people I've ever met in my whole life, honestly. Right. They'll and, swallow fucking <laughs> goddamn politicians before they you know, do anything else. Mm-hmm. Swear, bro. Loyalty to party only. And, and when they literally nobody in that fucking suit or in that fucking power of position will give a fuck about the poor man or the man that cares so goddamn much about them. Right. It's it's you know what I'm saying? Like, and they've they been convinced about us. that they are they've been convinced that they're doing the right thing and that they're on their side they're, because they say it. Yeah, right. Ugh. Fuck but, Fox News. But they're all <laughs> suffering from mass delusion. Like that's they have that's these, the biggest thing. And they and they feel as if you know there it's like delusions of grandeur. They believe they are like fighting some holy fight against against the takeover of democracy by socialism and it's like bro no we're just moving away from a standard of living and a a place where we don't need to rely on the government anymore right i mean we do but we don't want to Mm -hmm. and people are starting to like realize that and 100 percent and going on to side note with that, it's like something, and I will keep bringing this up until one day you end up getting one. But like on TikTok, there are so <laughs> many people, so many people that are blatantly saying like, okay, so what's something that America has deemed 
you know, legal, but feels illegal or something like that, or feels odd to you. I think I'm probably wording it incorrectly, but they talk about like, you know, car insurance. They talk about the healthcare system. They talk about fucking the government. They talk about just being a human in this fucking world. So much stuff. And like, it's, it's, it's stuff that I would deem myself crazy to talk about. And I would just hide in the shadows, but it's like, it's so refreshing to see other people understand where I'm coming from. And it makes me feel a hell of a lot less crazy. Right, you know, because there like, are insur- more people starting to follow that, uh, follow mm-hmm. that train of thought. You know, yeah, I agree. Like for example, the one that I watched today was car insurance. This makes no logical oh, sense scam, to me. Uh, scam as fuck. You know why? You sit here and you pay a fucking insurance month to goddamn month. Okay, you get into a wreck. You're paying a deductible. Why the fuck am I paying a deductible? Bitch, take it off of the fucking months of fucking exactly. payments I gave you instead you of me paying a $1,000 or a $500 deductible. And then if it's my fault, you want to raise my fucking insurance. Or if it's not my fault, you still raise my fucking insurance. And here's the thing. You are legally required to have it. Right. It may... No. Scam. Yeah, yeah. scam. You pay, you know, let's just, pay, let's just say you pay $150 a month in insurance. And you own that car for three years before you have an accident. Do the math on that. And think about how much, think about how much that repair costs. And then compare that to the cost of the insurance that you've paid the whole time that you've been paying for that car. It's probably going to be three, four times the amount of the the repair. And you don't ever see a dime of that money back. I think, I think you should pay insurance monthly. And if you know, whatever, let's say three, every three months, something like that. If you don't get into an accident and those funds that you're paying insurance for don't have to go towards any repairs or anything like that, then you should get that money in a rebate. Something, some form, because I understand insurance companies, the money that we're paying, it's for other, it's for the insurancers or whatever you want to call them, employees, they have to live. They got to eat their ramen noodles and everything else too. I get that, but that's also not where it's fucking going. That's not where my insurance money's going. No, well, the problem is, is here's, here's a big thing. Insurance companies, you know, whatever, big companies all, all, all around the board. Um, their business model is based upon infinite growth, right? They, all businesses, especially larger businesses, essentially set up the way the company operates on future profits, right? You know, they get investments and funding for the hopes that they profit. And usually they do. And the thing is, is, so they build this entire business model on this company infinitely growing, always having a bigger profit than the year before. Right. And to keep up with that and to keep paying all these employees that are really arbitrarily kept around anyway because they're, they're working for a, a, a system that is going to eventually meet its end point. Like there's no, you know, so there's no, we're paying all this overhead, pay employees and pay, pay, and you know investors into the company that are just betting on future profits and that's who says there's always going to be future profits why you know what i mean why do these right. companies think and believe that they will infinitely grow there's right. there's not infinite resources there's not infinite money 
So why build a business on that? It's because they've been told that that's how you should do it. And therefore, all everything's caught up into this, this cycle of buying and spending money on things that aren't even going to be around anymore. And so like... Well, and, and you bringing that, it's a fair point because like, and it comes up with anything that I even think about, like because of TikTok alone, I don't trust banks anymore. I don't trust fucking, um, what else is it? Banks are a big fucking scam too. They are too. They are too. And I, I'm learning all this as I, you know, get older, which, which I'm glad I'm learning now because if I would have learned this as a, probably a younger man, I don't know if I would have given a shit, but like I learned. Well, they banks, wouldn't teach you uh, as a younger man. Anyway, they don't teach you right. that. They don't teach you that inherently these businesses are flawed when you're in, you know, take an economics class or a government class. You know what I mean? They don't know another thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm riled up right now. So like even the the sleeping, the the sleeping, what do you want to call it? The sleeping organization, sleeping system, sleeping business, whatever the mattresses, all that they prone. it, It makes no fucking sense how they're in business too, because they're a billion dollar conglomerate. You want to know why I'm saying this? Because humans are not supposed to sleep a full fucking eight hours. They sleep like fucking, uh, I don't know the type of word, but like, we're supposed to like, you know, sleep for a few hours. That's it. Thank you. So I don't you know if that's the right word or not. But. No, but you know what? It's, it makes sense. You, you sleep for a few hours, you wake up, you do your thing, you do it again. And you, you know, that's how you do it. You take like four hour intervals of naps. But we are so like forced to like, oh, you have to sleep eight hours and you have to wake up and do like a nine to five. But let's be realistic. It's a fucking eight to six. And with that right, being yeah. said, yeah, with that being said, like you're sitting there and you can't sleep. So you're popping fucking melatonin down your throat or you're popping sleeping pills because melatonin ain't working. It's a billion dollar industry that's fucking fucked the up. Pharmaceuticals? The yes, pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical, bro. That's what's fucked. It's like, oh, my God. All right. So I have a I have a buddy at work who's been through the healthcare system a lot because he has spine issues. He actually has a metal spine. Um, oh, anyways, wow. he's so, a fucking robot. Yeah. Uh, that's the yeah. dude who build ro- builds robots. The dude oh, I'm is telling he? You about. Yeah. He's a robot <laughs> and he builds them. That's fucking gnarly, dude. Anyway, so right. um, through the years of him having to deal with all of that, so many, he's been prescribed so many things, you know, for this and that and that. And like, mm-hmm. in reality, that all made him worse. Like, it, one thing, it made, you know, you'd take one thing and you'd be dependent on that thing. But then it'd make this other thing worse. So you'd take this other thing to, uh, to that fix better. that. And then you depended mm-hmm. on that. But that makes something else work. And so you're, you know, your three medications in that are all interacting together, mm-hmm. uh, destroying it's- your body, honestly. But it's it's and then he he stopped taking all of his medications and he started doing um, all natural stuff with like CBD oils. He started doing things with um um like silver uh silver water um mm-hmm. using that as like an antibacterial and like anti-inflammatory it's, and it's like, literally the natural things in life that will help you instead of all the unnatural man-made bullshit and he's That's better now than he's mm-hmm. you know ever was ever was when he was on all that shit and i 100 percent agree because and the only reason i agree so adamantly is because of one reason and it goes back into an episode that we had what was it death love and alan jackson was the episode (laughs) okay and i remember us talking about what i did to cope when my family died 
And that was a lot of meditation and a lot of walking. I wasn't eating right, you know, because I was still a fucking pothead, but I was doing enough meditation and enough walking that my mind got a hell of a lot better when at the time before that, I was ready to feel like I needed anxiety medicine. I was ready to feel like I needed depressants. And I tried to go to the hospital and do that. But then I questioned myself and I gave myself a better answer. And I did something that was more natural. And I felt that meditation and walking changed my fucking life. It really did. And that goes back into your buddy with his spine and everything like that. You're pumped with so many fucking drugs. And like, if you go and watch a commercial about goddamn, I don't know, irritable bowel syndrome fucking medicine, you're going to hear at least 35 to 50 fucking words on what can fuck you up from it. If you take it (laughs) right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And or not, not words, but side effects, what side effects could happen if you take it. But I hate it so much that we are so prone to this because I'll put it this way. I believe personally, even though when we're trying to be smart, we're still stupid apes and the government sees that and they, they fucking wrap their arms around that as quick as they can. And they try to keep us stupid. Well, I mean, here's the thing is like, you can look up all these declassified documents about different projects and experiments that, just the U.S. alone has done to understand the way humans operate, right? And right, a lot of people just want to talk, say like, like if I mention MK Ultra, people are like, "Ah, oh, you conspiracy nut." MK Ultra is real, obviously, and every, you can't necessarily deny that the the program existed. But people don't want to understand that the reason that that program existed was because they were trying to learn how to manipulate mass populations through psychology you don't think that they learned anything and are using any of that information you don't think these companies like facebook twitter these huge banks you don't think that they hire psychologists and social psychologists to understand how to manipulate their product to manipulate the psyche of the people who are buying those said products like exactly it's just and, like colors. <laughs> just like yeah, fucking colors. colors. Yeah, color theory. Yeah. Color theory is a big mm-hmm. thing. Like that you consciously example, don't know that these colors have an effect on the way that you perceive mm-hmm. what you're seeing, but subconsciously they do. You know? Right. Like for example, prime example of that. And it's just because, you know, this is the first one in my head. Yellow and red. Yellow and red are colors that are, that make you hungry. What's yellow and red? Mick fucking Donald's. Those two colors together in your brain. Yep. It's just, those are two that I I know very well. I think that's why, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, like definitely. Like, um, I mean, everything, anything and everything that these companies can use to manipulate the people they're going to use and have been using. And, I just don't understand how you can look at somebody who says that phrase and just write them off as some crazy conspiracy theorist. It's like, no, that's, that's real information that's Mm -hmm. been happening for decades. Like, where have you been? I think, I think that's why a lot of the older generations don't necessarily believe and see this because they were the initial lab rats of all this shit back in the 50s and 60s. Or do you think you know that they mean? just put it in their mind and they just try to put it in the back? Like, I feel that some of those people that, that yeah. deny are so badly, I feel that they believe it, 
but they want to be a denier. They'd rather they'd rather deny that they're it's too real. comfortable with the with the life that they live rather than right. face the questions of whether or not they've been used and manipulated by their own government or the famous question that i feel is for anything what if what if yeah you know like uh another prime example of you know beliefs of anything like that or where you feel crazy is aliens okay for years i remember back in fucking fourth people would say you're literally crazy back in 06 if you had somebody that believed in aliens they'd be fucking considered kooks and you'd lock them the fuck up nowadays we literally just got information released by the military or the government or whoever the fuck you want to say release the information to let us know that extraterrestrial life is real that we have evidence of it so it's like you know it's been real for years but it's like now what do you deem those people as right exactly yeah yeah what do you deem them as you know and what do you got to say for yourself if you have just been duped into believing what you've been told to believe right Truth is out there. (laughs) No, like I fucking love X Files. (laughs) I know you do, buddy. No, I I, I truly believe that a hundred and ten fucking percent fold over. Like, I never started questioning more than I ever did until until this whole Trump thing. You know what I mean? I never, and it wasn't just it wasn't just learning about governments and politics more. It's questioning every fucking thing. Yeah, everything. Question everything. And so I just trust don't want to go no for one. Like, well, dude, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I trust, I trust people. But I still think that that goes back into the play that I talked about um, the Jim Carrey movie, The Truman Show, where I feel yeah. that sometimes I'm in a television sitcom. Like, I feel sometimes, and this is, this is going crazy. I don't even think our episode meant to go this way, but like, I feel blatantly like a sim sometimes. I feel like yeah. a simulation. I really do. Right. I feel that yeah. there's day, huh? Yeah. Okay. I feel that there's days where I'm blatantly like, okay, terrible day, right? Terrible, terrible fucking day. Worst day of ever. Somebody's controlling some kind of serotonin for me and they end up releasing it with a song or they release it with this or that. I, I just don't know. And I feel at the end of the day, we're in some form of a simulation. I don't know what the fuck it is. And I feel better saying that now in 2021 when people's questioning everything than what I probably when when two or three years ago when I was having a mental breakdown, you know, asking myself, what is life? Who is human? What is heart? What is hand? What is you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was that person. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I thought I was crazy. But now I realize I'm not fucking crazy and that everybody. And that's why I love the Internet so much. I know that I'm not alone. It's not what this is right like we are not our bodies we the eye is just a a self-manifesting clump of cells and energy that perceive information by light and sound Mm -hmm. and our sensories and then process that and then project the world around us through our under like through our understanding so in a way it's a simulation because the reality that we see and perceive around us is just a projection a mental projection of the information that our sensors sense senses take in 
Okay. See, I agree with that 100%, because I also think about when I die, I've thought about... Now, I have many theories about what happens when I die. I've thought about I'm going to be in a euphoria, you know, where I'm going to see all my loved ones, and I'm going to have big titties in my fucking face. I've thought about all kinds of stuff in my life. But the one thing I do think about, too, as a simulation is that I'm going to die, and I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to take off gloves. Or not gloves, but like... Uh, what do you want to call it? A helmet, if you will. And it's like, I was living some kind of life and then I go back into another world or into like, another simulation. There's this episode of Rick and Morty that they go to this place called Blitz and Chips or Blips and Chits. Something like that. Anyway, so, so yeah, there's this episode of Rick and Morty where uh, they go to this place called Blitz and Chips and they play this like virtual reality game called Roy. I think it's called Roy where they play the life of this guy named Roy. And they go in, they literally start from being born. They live mm-hmm. the whole life. And Morty plays first, and he, like, goes through life and, like, play, be, is a football star and then, like, gets injured or something and then buys a carpet store and then runs a carpet store until the day he dies. He dies at the carpet store at old age, you know. You know, and he wakes up out of the the game, and he's just like, "What? Where's Where's my wife? Where's you know Where's the carpet store?" He's like, and and Rick's like, "It, you're Morty, like, you're not Roy or whatever, like, you know." Right. And like, Morty believed, you know, coming out of it because he experienced that whole life as Roy. You know, he still had flashbacks of like playing that game. I think that that show alone helped us not seem so fucking crazy do you know what i'm saying like they did it in a nonchalant way to show like hey we're all questioning this crazy shit right exactly yeah yeah and like uh rick rick gets on and he plays and people around start like coming around he's like oh my god this guy doesn't have a social security number for roy he's taking roy off the grid (laughs) jesus so they put it's, some comedy into it. So yeah. there's a lot of emotion into that show, I would imagine, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. I mean there's tender moments, tender yeah. hearted moments. You know, I don't know. A lot of people like to shit on Rick and Morty because some people were just like, oh, it's like pretends to be so woke or whatever. Like, I get that at times, mm-hmm. but also there's times where it's just like the comedy is gold. It's there. It's right. like pure, like what's it called? Um, not narcissistic, kind of narcissistic, but also uh, nihilistic, very nihilistic comedy. And that's okay. like nihilism is like so big now in the way that we approach life anymore, just because of we're just like, oh, what's the point of life? You know what I mean? That's like the whole, you know, you see all day long jokes about, you know, memes about dying or, you know, right killing yourself but like jokes about it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. all this like nihilistic viewpoints so humor right right well the, what with that being said like going into um what do you call it you were just saying something that caught me by surprise and i can't fucking think of it now never mind well you were you part. were talking about you were talking about how um sometimes you feel like you're gonna when you die that you're just gonna wake up and you're gonna be like taken taken off. Oh, I mean, like no, the glasses going, and gloves and shit, you know. Going back into that, I still believe that, or at least a fraction of that. 
because right. when you when you're alive and you know everything like that like it's astronomical that you are that you're even fucking here you literally are one of like one billion okay and that's yeah. pretty fucking amazing that means you were the tough little swimmer that made it if you think about that i mean really think about that a billion people and you were that one that was made you know yeah. That's it's it's so powerful to think about even like that. So, you know, when you question life or you question death or you know you're morbid about it. I also think about that too. I think about like how, man, I'm still a fucking winner. I'm on this earth compared to a, a billion other people. I could have been in a fucking Kleenex napkin flushed down a goddamn toilet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's um there's there's a Papadocio song that they came out with in 2020 from their new album called it's called cubensis all the songs mm-hmm. are named after different mushrooms but cubensis is a common term for the common uh psilocybin mushroom um like boomers you know like what we took when we ate mushrooms right, um, right. um in that song though there's a there's a part that i think it's a quote from I think it's a quote from Ram Das. Okay. You've ever heard about who that is? Maybe. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, if you quiet your mind and you pay attention, you will discover that. Hold on. God. It's 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 slipping oh, my mind. But it's what you said. Um Oh, yeah. He says, if you quiet your mind and you pay attention, you will discover that you are supported and cared for by the dynamic of the universe. I think you can you can see this by virtue of the fact that you're even alive. How unlikely is your existence? It's very true. I'd put it to pretty unlikely. And yet here you are. Right. That's that's the quote. Which, you oh, know, okay. That's the quote. That's the that's entire the, quote itself. That's the entire quote. Yeah. So, okay. like, you know, how unlikely is it that you're even here alive on Earth that these cells came together with this energy and consciousness that made you, you know, in, in out of the vast universe, here you are. And, and he goes to say that you're supported and cared for by the universe by virtue of the fact that you're alive. You know what I mean? Like you being here proves that the universe supports your existence. Right. A hundred percent. Now that's see. And when you put it that way, see, I I like to think of it and I don't know, I'm not going to say I'm anti hippie, but I'm also going to say I'm a hippie (laughs) for sure. But like, you're wearing a dead sweatshirt right now, bro. Right. Right. (laughs) Ironic, isn't it? But no, let let me make a reason as to why I say this, because like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of hallucinogenics too often. Um, From a recent podcast we talked about, like I said, it, they only, if they come to me, then I will, I will take them until then I don't go searching for them. So with that being said, when I hear things like that, they're very powerful, but I also like to raise the question, is that just some hippie unorthodox bullshit? That one obviously is not, but I, I think that way because as we were talking about earlier in the episode, regardless, I'm this fucking, you know, pot smoking, love everybody hippie. 
I want to question, like, maybe the hippies are a little wrong sometimes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I don't just say that for hippies. I say that for anything. I want to question everything. But that's and that's one reason I think I'm a hippie, too. And I'm just, you know, a pothead is because I want to question everything and I love everything. And I think that's the whole reason I am a hippie, you know, so that's how I definition defined. Right. right like it's it's pretty goddamn accurate that's how i look at it so yeah um with that being said i think that's what we're trying to get at with the beginning of this podcast or the middle or however you want to look at this is that is how 2020 has has encapsulated myself i have learned to raise more questions than i ever have in my 30 years of life now i have never questioned more in my life until i was 29 years old right basically President Trump, if he did anything for me at all, he started making me pay attention to the news more, raise questions, and learn for myself. And I love that so much because now I'm literally on my toes about everything. I tried to I tried to make that point one time on Facebook with somebody. Mm-hmm. I ended up just getting called a Nazi pretty much. But um, I was just saying... I'm glad that President Trump became president because it allowed this Pandora's box to open of all the shit that we've just been letting slide forever. All this shit that's been going on that nobody has really cared about trying to fix Mm -hmm. all of a sudden came rushing to the forefront and were confronted with all of these things that we're scared to make changes about in the world. But at least we were confronted with them. And now they're out in the open. And now that they're out in the open, we can address them and move forward. Right. Right. I mean, some of the best lessons are the hardest things that you've had to go through. And one of the hardest things we've had to go through has been this time frame that President Trump was president. Right. And, And because of that, we now have the opportunity to change all the things that came to the surface during this time. You know what I mean? So I agree. And like, for example, this is obviously not something that I wanted, but it's something I think the world needed, especially black people and the whole movement of black lives matter, you know, with that whole thing. um, Gosh, I don't want to be this person and I'm trying to remember. And I feel so disrespectful right now. It was George Wallace, correct? The one that got choked out. Do I have his name proper? Is that correct? Over $20 bill. And that's what started basically the whole movement. Oh, George Floyd. Why did I say George Wallace? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. All right. I want to edit this whole chunk out because that's nah, just. We're leaving it in. No. Okay. All right. So anyways, George Floyd. Um, and I apologize immensely for forgetting his name. But anyways, um, when that happened and he was he had a knee on his neck for seven minutes, that obviously is very hard to watch. And if and I. I not I suggest I recommend I highly recommend that anybody that hasn't watched that video watch that video if you don't feel any type of sadness if you don't cry if you don't feel claustrophobia if you don't feel any of that if you don't just feel true disrespect to a human being then you have no fucking heart you have no soul you're racist to me and don't listen to my podcast anymore I'll be completely honest with you go fuck yourself but with that being said I love that that movement happened because Black people have been oppressed for so goddamn long. People sit here 
And I'm going to say a minor bit of Trump supporters is what I'm just going to say. I'm just going to call Trump supporters are the ones that make it worse and continuously worse. In this year, so much, so much has happened. So much has happened for the black community, just the world of communities. And like, I'd rather be an ally at the end of the day, supporting people that are, that are still oppressed in 2020 fucking one when they have no reason to be because of their t- the color of their fucking skin. It hurts me and it rages me so hardcore. And it hurts me even more that I couldn't be out in the forefront being a ally, you know, during those riots than being at home. But I support 110%. No, 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 no. This fucking podcast supports Black Lives Matter. 110 fucking percent fold. I have a black brother that was adopted. I have two black nieces. Actually, three. I apologize. Another one was just born last year. So with that being said, I will never, ever, never fucking stop supporting black people, black black movements, anything like that. There is there's a there's even going into this. There is a show that came on before the BLM movement and it was with Killer Mike. I forget I, I forget oh, what it's called. Um um it's going to kill me right now. Um, but it, it was Killer Mike's show. Think on it while I'm talking about it. But it was Killer Mike's show and he literally showed you he showed you oppression. He showed you racism. He showed you the equality in the world. He showed you everything. He showed you that he tried, like, first episode trigger was an warning. opener. Trigger warning with Killer Mike. Obviously a trigger warning for people. First episode he shows, he tries to support all Black-owned businesses. He couldn't find a Black-owned hotel, so he slept on the fucking street. He, um, to eat, he went to a Black-owned grocery store things of that nature. And so what he considered Black Friday from now on is if you want to support Black people on Fridays, every Friday, go to a Black-owned business. Buy something from a Black-owned business. You want to support, you want to be an ally, do that. And so I wish I could go more into this. And again, I feel bad. See, this is my human nature. I feel bad for saying George Wallace instead of George Floyd. So understand where my love is here. But anyways... I couldn't say more about how much I support Black Lives Matter, and I will never stop supporting it. I will never, ever stop supporting it. My brother, Jason, he was in the Army. He was a veteran. First boot camp he had in Lexington, Kentucky, he had a couple fucking racist rednecks decide to beat the shit out of him. Well, thankfully, he's a strong-ass boy, and he ain't fucking around with nobody, and he cracked all three of them motherfuckers in the face. Obviously, he got fucked up, but... He stood his own. And it just shows, even as an American man fighting for your country, you're still dealing with prejudiced, racist pieces of shit in the fucking military. Yep. And- Everywhere. Especially bad in, in places like that. Because the military, police, things like that are prone to being, you know, those people are prone to being uh, conservatives and oftentimes racist, and sometimes that makes actually complete sense. Sometimes they're not. Well, I mean, fuck, dude, you you're from Alabama. You grew up in a shithole town. You did. You, you barely graduated high school. In- you're like, what am I going to do with my life? Well, I guess I'm gonna join the military, and they've already been instilled with you know racist ideas because their parents are from the 50s and the 40s and 50s right. in 
fucking that shithole town Alabama where those white people believe that black people should be slaves still right you know what i mean there's so actually like, there's actually i think it's in alabama you bringing that up a tiktok where a gen- gentleman was just had a black lives matter poster in his hand at a walmart and there's all these racist fucking people literally breaking and stopping said you're, you're fucking racist ass better be gone by the time i get back you know right, support right. him they don't even support you all this other crazy shit and like he was getting threats for, of all kinds, and it blows my. And it's just standing mind. there with a piece of paper and ink on it, it's and they're scary. being attacked. You know what I mean? I like it's right. It just, I'll never doesn't... understand because of my own color. I will never understand being oppressed. I'll never understand it in my in my life. I never even right. understood blatantly. I never understood I had white privilege until I looked online the definition of white privilege and motherfucker i got white privilege in my back goddamn pocket right yeah i do it ain't something right. i want it's just it is what it is right so yeah it's it's it's, it's fucked man it's very fucked and like but also I, at the same time mm-hmm. i will say i'm glad that all of those things happened like i was saying about trump i'm glad that these things are now on the forefront in the open so they can be addressed and fixed. Well, that's why the, that's that's what I was bringing in with the whole George Floyd thing. That's why, you know, maybe it took a fucking few burning buildings down. Maybe it took this and that. And if you go and look. At oh, it ain't videos, enough. But no, we'll it's get- not enough. The voices have been heard is the plus side. And I don't know how much farther it's going to go. But I support it again, 100 percent. So it's like what happened that- here in. um <clears throat> What happened here in Columbus? I don't know if you saw about that. Um, I be- yes, I did actually. Was that the? Um, I can't think at the moment. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, his name. What's his name? Casey Goodson Jr. Casey Goodson Jr. He was. No, was he, he murdered? Was, yes. He was killed in a a garage early in the morning on one day. Um, it was one thirty-seven when the cops were called about somebody sitting in their SUV with the engine off inside of a garage with the garage door open. Um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> cops should have never even been called for that. But, you know, secondly, when cops are called for that and somebody's just sitting there, first of all, we're in a pandemic and I'm pretty sure it's gotten to the point to where calls like that, minuscule calls like that are not uh, answered. Yeah. But go ahead. So he was he was in his garage. This gentleman was in his car. Um, The cops show up. Um, He's out now outside of the car. The officer tells him to come towards him. He comes towards him. He has his cell phone in his left hand, and his right arm and shoulder are still un in uh still not visible from behind the car. Um, the officer then draws his weapon and fires shots at him. Um, and this is when the cop turned on his body cam. Uh, after you know. Um, After he was put down? 
Yep. Basically, like and, a fucking dog in the street. Um, and yep, he died. What was this gentleman's name again? Um, Casey, Casey Goodson. Well, I am so I am at a loss for words for that one. That's another one that just happens, and it's unfortunate. And my heart and my love and my thoughts go out to his family. I am so sorry for that. And unfortunately what's normal or what we take as normal is this is just one random one out of a random Tuesday type. Shit. Right. Right. Yeah. We live in such a world where like, okay, it's Casey today. It's going to be fucking another one tomorrow. And it's right, so yeah. sad that it even happens. It's so sad. And the audacity, that man should be fucking obviously fired and probably thrown in jail because no, not probably actually thrown in fucking jail because for one, he turns his body cam on after the shooting, yeah. after the fucking shooting. Here's what I want to know. What I'm what, at a loss. I just I, I don't what I think I mentioned this in the last episode. I don't understand the idea that a police officer can do that, you know, show up to somebody's house, you know. Can like can I start a my own business where I carry a gun and a badge around and people call me to respond to situations and you know I wonder what what here's no let me put it to you this way let's say I did that you know somebody calls me about something and I show up they say they call me for that exact scenario I show up I do the same thing I would immediately be arrested and put on trial for murder immediately right yeah a police officer because they're employed by the government gets paid administrative leave they don't get fired and a slap on the wrist Mm -hmm. so like this goes back to the the point of the people arguing that they don't want to be controlled by the government bitch somebody has a license to show up at your door and shoot you and get away with it Blatantly. That's that's how much you are controlled by the government is literally somebody can show up at your door and shoot you dead and they won't even go to jail for it. Right. Do you know what I think about, too? <laughs> I, I think about all the time, like how cops probably have minimal to no training on any kind of like psychological issues or, you know, things of that nature. Not only that is like how to handle that differently. How would I have handled that fucking whole situation? If a gentleman has a fucking arm where his cell phone's in one and everything like that, obviously hands would be up. That's the first thing I'd fucking ask because I can't see anything else. Number two, if I had to draw something or I felt unsafe, I would draw my fucking taser, my taser that will shoot his ass too. That's what I would do. Cause immediately when I saw something, I would fucking tase his ass. Right. You have to sit there and think before you go shooting people. And like, that shouldn't even be a question or a thought or in my fucking mind or in anybody's mind. You shouldn't have to fucking, when you see a black person and you are an officer of the law, the first thing in your fucking mind should not be, oh, he has a gun. Oh, he's up to no good. Oh, this and that. Whatever. It should be, hey, this is an everyday Joe like you or me wants to get home to his kids, probably fucking loves Naruto. I fucking love Naruto. We could probably be bros, but let's just fucking sit here and destroy this man because of the color of his skin. Completely change the way that his family probably feels about law enforcement because of the color of his fucking skin. Yeah. Like, there is one thing that we don't have to fucking have, okay? And it's a conversation on how to talk to police, 
Black people right. have to have that conversation with their kids. Right. And that is such fucking bullshit. Yes, sir. No, sir. It ain't going to be a problem, officer. My hands are on 10 and 2. I'm not going to do nothing right here. I'm reaching for my license and only my license, sir. Yes, master. All that kind of fucking shit. It's such fucking bullshit. And, I, and, and that's the oppression right fucking there. That shows to a fucking T. Right. That's why right. George fucking Floyd had a goddamn knee to his neck for a legal $20 fucking bill. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's so stupid. So fucking stupid. 2020 20. in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, well, 2020 is gone. We're now in we 2021. I Woo! think it's going to be a good year. I think it's going to be... I honestly... All of the shit that happened in 2020, overall, it's like... 2020 was like a bad trip. It's like... You, you it just go lasted th- an entire fucking year. And you go through it all, and you're just like, God, is this ever going to end? Like, and I'm being you, confronted you with all of my inner peak. demons. And then right. and then you come out of it, and you're like, oh, I learned a thing or two. It wasn't totally bad. Yeah, it was a bad experience, but it was also a learning experience. That's how I view 2020. I can see that. It was bad for thing. everyone, but... But there were lessons to be learned, and I think a lot of people learned those. Some probably didn't. So but, you know. And the way I look at it every day is, um, you know, as I get older, life is a blessing. It really fucking is. However you want to look at it, uh, you know, whether you're religious, not religious, I don't give a fuck. How it, unlikely you, is your existence? Exactly. And that goes into play. And so every day I wake up, I try to thank the sun for each morning, you know, I thank the moon each night. And it's because those are the two things that really, really end up keeping me alive. You're starting to sound more like a hippie than I am. <laughs> and so like, if, if you believe in anything, you believe in the sun and the moon. That's, that's how I've always looked at it. Um, with that being said, I'm blessed that I get to see this sun every day. I'm mm-hmm. blessed that I get to walk outside. Now, I don't feel this blessing every fucking day. I'm a human being. I feel depressed as shit. I could be depressed as shit tomorrow. I don't fucking know. It just depends on how my fucking dreams go in the, uh, this evening. But right. with that being said, like, I try to remember regardless that I am depressed, regardless that I am sad, regardless life is throwing me every curveball. I try to remember that I'm thankful that I get to wake up, that I get to see this fucking sun again. And that's pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah. I get to yeah. laugh at another funny internet video. I get to fucking go hang out with my girlfriend. I get to go play with boobs if I get to have sex. That's twice I've brought up boobs in this kind of podcast. But anyways, hey. Hey. but my point is, I'm just thankful that I get to wake up. I get to talk to my man, Jake. I get to pet my cats. I get to eat a delicious cheeseburger. I get to do all these things, and I'm yeah. so happy for that. I um, So I, I bought a... Um... For the new year, I bought a planner. Um, okay. It's it's called a smart planner. It's just a planner, but it's got cool features. Um, you might not be able to see, but... Um, okay. We won't yeah, be able to see, see, but just kind of give an idea of it. Um, well, under each day, there's a spot for you to write um, what you're grateful for. And so I've been writing stuff down the last few days on just 
And it's just like, I'll just write a different thing down for each day. So that way I'm like, I see it and I'm like, all right, be thankful and be grateful for this said thing. And right. today, today's great gratitude was for food. I'm grateful that I, I don't go hungry. You know, right. I have the, the funds to be able to buy food. Um, and I have the means to be able to grow my own food if I wanted to. I choose not to. But I want to make that transition to start growing my own food. So that way I can even I can be even more grateful for that because then it's like, you know, I put my hard work into that. And, you know. But anyway, so it, it's cool. It's a cool planner, man. Um, you can set three priorities for your day. And then at the end of each week, there's a week review that you can write a score for the week. Uh, you can, there's a section for the victories that you've had that week. And then mm -hmm. a section for what you want to improve from that week going on to the next keep, week. Yeah. Keep filling that out every day, brother. That's, yeah. a, that's actually an amazing thing. I'm, I think everybody needs that. To. Right. You should. Yeah. And, and if you forget a day, write it down beforehand and just try to remember what you were thankful for that day and yep. so on and so forth. I think everybody needs something like that. I yeah. think that's why people like myself get depressed. I'm pretty sure that's probably why you get depressed. We don't not, it's not like we don't keep ourselves busy, but it's those points that we forget about. And if you're sitting there daily in a calendar or a journal, thankful for, you know, food, a shower, whatever the situation might be, I think that we would be a lot better off mentally. Right. And that goes in, that goes into play with the meditation and walking. You know? Right. We, and that's big on meditation is like, we don't, we don't take the time to take a step back and let our brain just do its thing instead of instead of thinking specifically about this or that and moving on from this thing to that thing to the other right. thing like we don't you know most people don't take the time to just take a step back relax let your thoughts run its course a great way that i saw visualized by this was a there's this netflix thing about meditating that they just came out with um, the first episode uh, talks about a way to visualize it is uh, visualize you sitting down on the side of the road. All the cars going by are your thoughts. Now you can choose. That's hundred percent correct. That's exactly, dude. You can you can um, choose. I'm proud as fuck of you right now. That's exactly what uh, when I first started meditating. That's exactly how they explained it to me. Go ahead though. I love yeah. that you, you're saying this. I love this. Go ahead. Um, so you can either choose to try to get in front of one of those cars and stop it, which you're not going to, or you can chase down one of those cars and forever be chasing that car forever. Or, or you can yeah. <laughs> sit on the side of the road and let the cars go by. You don't try to stop them. You don't try to chase them. You just listen to the sound of them go by. You just, you just see them come and go. You just let it happen. And you don't, you don't try to control the flow of the cars. You just let the cars do their thing. And that's, that's, that's a way that you can meditate. Now, when people, now, I'm, when Jake says this, and then you, hold on. When Jake says this, okay, some, somebody's probably thinking, oh, well, easier fucking said than done. My, my mind races all the time. 
buddy, my mind does too. Right. And it actually does fucking work. You just have to practice it. And you it's not going to well, work day one, two, or three, or four. You're not Sometimes trying to stop your brain from racing. You're trying to just right. let your brain race without trying to control it. And when yeah. you when when you get to the point, you'll realize that that you can't stop thoughts. But what you can do is is not let those thoughts control the way you dictate the world around you. The life. 100%. 110 fucking percent. I agree. And like I said, it's still easier said than done. But if you sit there and practice it every day, it's like that golden rule that your dad used to tell you or your mom or whoever the fuck it was. And I know it's stupid and it's probably stupid for me to say it, but it still makes sense. Practice makes fucking perfect. Right. Okay. I, I agree with that 100% because I, I was watching a movie the other day. It was called Love and Monsters. Pretty good damn movie. Um, but they were doing like a seven-year flashback. First year, he's drawing for his girlfriend, draws some weird-ass noodle-looking lady, okay? We fast-forward seven years. He's been practicing his drawing. The motherfucker's amazing at it. So right. I think of that solely right there. Like, you sit there as a 30-year-old man. If you want to sit there and start trying to fucking slam-dunk basketball hoops – you better go out there and practice it and you better practice till perfect. And that's the thing I think that's hard for a lot of people and ex- including myself. I want to be a pro today. You know what right, I mean? Right. I want to be Bob fucking Ross painting mountains right now today at this moment, but nobody thinks about how they got there. Right. They just see right then. You know what I mean? But Going on into the new year and talking about that, do you have any, let's go into this question. Do you have any new year's memories that you have any time that you got completely fucked up or, you know, something like that. So this past year, um, for, for 2020 into 2021, um, I just hung out at the house. Uh, my girlfriend has COVID. So we couldn't go do anything like we normally do. Mm-hmm. So um, so we just sat around the house and I drank some vodka uh, vodka and pineapple juice mixed drinks. Right. And um, we watched some X-Files, as always. Um, we watched some of the Times Square thing, which was god-awful, I will say. The whole thing was a Planet Fitness ad. Just it like was. every fucking year, though. Just every year. I watched <laughs> a little bit of it. I didn't I didn't do too much this year. I actually, myself, it's kind of crazy. I, um, Me and my girlfriend were hanging out. We bought a bottle of Jack. She had a long day because she actually ended up having to work. But I was waiting for her to get home. We rushed to the liquor store or the spirits store, however you want to call oh, it. Spirits, yeah. Yeah, you know, wine and spirits, you know. Right, so, yeah. Anyways, we uh, we ended up just picking up a bottle of Jack, which neither one of us ever fucking drink, but like we just decided, all right, Jack Daniels. So some some Jack D. Mm-hmm. So I ended up uh, mixing a Jack and Coke. That got me pretty toasty. After that, me and her ended up just having a couple shots. She's sitting there thinking, "Oh God, why the fuck did I get this? This is not good." I said, "It'll be good here after a couple more shots. You know, you'll be all right here in a minute. <laughs> you won't but, care anymore." But Right. But we ended up doing that. She started feeling sloshed. 
after like three shots, I think it was. And so we were ready to go home and it's only 1030. So um, mind you, we're just at her uh, mom's house, which is literally just a fucking uh, a, 200 a th- step walk. Yeah, like a quarter block. Yeah, so we ended up uh, walking home. She she goes and falls asleep and relaxes. I stay up till about 11.45, started falling my head down around midnight. And that was literally my year. I did not do shit this year. Yeah. So the last uh the last four years I've went out of town for New Year's. Um okay. last year I went to Columbus to go see Papadocio. And then the three years prior I went to Nashville. To see Papadocio. To see Papadocio. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, that. That's awesome. It's, it's you know, I I was definitely bummed. Uh, I couldn't do that again this year. It's it's nice ringing in the new year surrounded by a bunch of fucked up hippies that all are just like happy to be around each other. So, right. It's cool. It's I can fun. Imagine. Yeah. The ambiance. It's like a, it's, that's a small serotonin right there. You know what I mean? So uh, big serotonin, big. Yeah. Not small. Big. Probably because of the chemicals uh, digested or ingested that then throughout causes, that whole evening causes your brain to release more serotonin probably more than right. it probably should but you know right right but you know it's new year's it's no new i year's. can't i can't remember that. right i can't remember the last one i personally had um i think so i mean i get drunk every fucking year you know <laughs> That's about it. I I really didn't get drunk this year, but I remember one memorable one. And this was, uh, it was very near and dear to me at the time. I think about it now and I don't see any of these people besides you. It was uh, New Year's Eve, I think like 2013 or 14. We had a bunch of friends that we used to work with at Chipotle that came over for a New Year's Eve party. Were we, we were in our Walnut Hills apartment. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we were. So I remember, I think we, I think this was the same night, if I'm not mistaken, but we all tie dyed t-shirts and we were all, um, you know, smoking, drinking, chilling, whatever. But I remember at midnight, I, I kissed everybody. Yes. I I don't want to say that, but for the viewers at home, (laughs) all right. But, but um, I remember I kissed everybody, man and woman at that party at midnight. I kissed Jake. I kissed his, uh, his woman at the time. I kissed uh, a couple people from Chipotle. You know, it was just, I didn't care. I felt that I was around so much love and it felt so good. And that was basically the biggest serotonin that I can remember in my life so far, besides like, you know, dropping acid. I think my first time, that was an amazing experience, but um, yeah, I just remember that New Year's Eve because I was around people and like you have those moments and I think everybody has those moments when like you stop and you look at life just for a second and you look at everybody smiling and laughing and you just feel humbled. And I uh, remember having that feeling. Very so, much so. <laughs> Papadocio has a song uh, <laughs> that um, that reminisces what the feeling that you're talking about. Um. Oh yeah, it's called "Just Like the Days." Okay. Um. Let me see. 
Let me see if I can pull up the lyrics. Um, uh, time like rain over and under me knows my name. Still they came. No escape. So I thought, but I saw what I saw. It's so strange. And everything stopped for a minute, just like the days were the seconds. No escape, time will stay locked away, cannot change, but still they came. Overstate day to day that we're not tied to fate, not too late. And everything stopped for a minute, just like the days were the seconds. Just like a dream was the essence, just like a new life it beckons. Everything stopped, everything all I'm not lying. That is what I saw. Everything stopped. Everything all. We're not dying. All is all is all is all. Okay. Um. So it's, it, it, it it's supposed to the the lead singer oh, talked about I it. Get the lyrics. Um, at mm-hmm. a show. Um, this was a couple of years ago at a festival. He talked about the lyrics and okay. how like for him it's about um it's about how you know, there's those moments in life that you feel this feeling and you see this thing. And though no one else around you may be feeling or seeing that exact thing, you saw it and it was real to you. And in that moment, everything stopped and you realize that everything is everything and all is all is all. And you know that and experience it and you know, it's real to you, so it's real to everybody. Or you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? It does. I I get that one hundred percent. I think I so, I get it on his level because I've only had a couple moments like that in my life, and right. I try to cherish every single fucking one of those because when you when when the earth or when life orbs energy, however you want to look at it when they give you that moment i don't feel it's meant to be shared i feel it's it's mainly for you and when yeah. that happens yep. when it happens i feel that i don't know when it happens i feel personally that it was meant for you and not only meant for you 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 needed it in that time and it's special. It's it's special for you to hold on to. Right. Because we only have so many memories in our banks. You know what I mean? So I try to hold on to the ones near and dear. And I think it's moments like that that everybody else in their lives, not just me, but you and probably other people, hold on to those in their memory banks as much as humanly possible. Yeah. I try to not forgive I try not to forget anything, but weed unfortunately takes a natural part, a toll of that problem. So <laughs> Yeah, I know you're right. You're right. right. Yeah, no, but, I mean, uh, for me, those moments are a, are a reminder that that the path you're on is the, the path right you one. the right one. I mean, the chosen there there, path. there is no wrong path in as in in essence because you know I I don't necessarily believe in like predetermined destiny or whatever, but I do in some 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 ways and by that i mean you know 
everything is made up of atoms and you know energy you know and all of that is from the universe you know everything we see and taste and touch and feel is all created by the universe and the universe started as a chain reaction of of events of chemicals interacting with each other that created stars and created the earth and then created life and created us then created the internet and created the things we're using to talk to each other through like all of that is a a chain reaction of different chemicals interacting with each other and just like the the car analogy from meditating we can't stop the chain reaction of the events of the universe we are just merely here to experience them and so I, I, I don't think we, I think in, in, in some ways, what we experience has always been what we were going to experience. Yes, we can make choices, but what led us to those choices were a set of chemical reactions in our brains that told us to think a certain way about something. See, right? when you so bring like, that up, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so I mean, it, you know, in, in a way, everything is building on the thing that happened before it and so on and so on. And, you know, and so when we experience moments like that, for me, it's a reminder that, hey, this whole thing, this whole kit and caboodle of this fuck crazy universe world that we are experiencing like that that moment in time space was a moment in time space that i was supposed to experience 100% now see when you come into that and you talk into the play of life and choices and how at the end of the day we end up and this endlessly end up at, at the same place where already end up meaning to go like you said we have choices and i think what I'm coming into that is one video game in particular that, that brings me into that thought process. And that's heavy rain. Uh, okay, heavy yeah. rain was a game where you were a father. Some guy ended up snatching your kid off of a playground and you had to make multiple choices on to get your daughter back. Obviously all choices led to your daughter, but there was consequences within each choice. Right. And I feel that comes into the play of life. I feel that, we have life, but at the end of the day, we're going to end up exactly where we're supposed to be. It's just the yeah. choices that you make in the middle, which create the consequences in the life story that you end up telling at the end of the road. So yep. yeah, that's yeah. how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's some um, deep shit, bro. <laughs> it was some deep shit, wasn't it? That's some deep shit, bro. <laughs> but anyways, Man, you keep saying you're not a hippie, but God damn. <laughs> 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 That's fucking hilarious. True facts. Facts. Hippie facts. facts. Yeah. <laughs> so going on to, I believe, our final thing of this whole podcast is the one thing that I feel that people constantly fuck up on every single fucking year without fail. And that is resolutions. Um, I never create them anymore myself personally because I always fail them. I feel that if I'm going to change something or adapt to something, I'm going to do it on my own accord. If I sit there and let a day control me, then I'm going to fail because I feel that I was controlled by something else other than my own intellect. Right. Yeah. That being said, 
I don't knock anybody that creates resolutions or creates change just because I don't create it on the same day that you do, or you created on a new year to start a new life. Then, you know, doesn't mean I hate on you or shit on you. For example, I say that now, but as a 30 year old man walking 30 years of life and this, you know, and my birthday being so close to the new year, I decided to make a lot of changes. Um, I guess you'd call them resolutions. Sure. And you'd, uh, you'd probably call me. A, you I think know, that's the, just the, a term to put on um, you having epiphanies. You know probably. what I mean? Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And with that being said, I personally think wherever you start, you know, it doesn't matter the day. And I started personally on the, on the first, I decided to, uh, to try on the first. And with that being said, I changed a lot of things where I, I gave too much care about, for example, that was my priming um, problem is that anytime that like somebody was pissing me off or treating me like shit, I would still be that upper class citizen. I, I, sorry about that. Not a problem, completely my fault. And then like, you know, they won't say sorry, or they won't say thank you or whatever the situation might be. You know what I'm saying? And that pisses me off. So I decided to change that. I'm not going to take nobody's bullshit. If you're going to sit there and you're going to be disrespectful to me, I'm going to be disrespectful to you because I'm tired of being fucking treated that way. When my heart's bigger than everybody else's and I just want to be a decent human being because I feel that people are, you know, what, what's that term where people say like, you know, treat somebody decently, open up a door for them, say please and thank you because you just never know what they're going through. Where, well, you know, I agree with that, but I'm tired of agreeing with that and I'm tired of those pricks just being pricks just to be a fucking prick. So fuck you. I'm going to destroy you if you start being a dick to me. I'm just done with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I No, I agree. And uh, that's actually something I w- thought about, too, going into the new year. was like, we have all these problems in the world, and I'm not going to sit here and say, I have all the solutions. But one solution is for for I don't know how long, but at least my whole life, we've let assholes just be assholes. We've let people take advantage of other people we've let people just do and say dumb fucked up shit and get away with it because we're we are afraid we've been conditioned to be afraid of confrontation we've been conditioned to to not confront bad things for the sake of not being disrespectful right and that that ties into ideologies that our parents and our grandparents grew up with in in society you know like just like taught not talking about politics or religion you know with your family fucking talk about it because it's important and and mm -hmm. i'm going into 2021 i'm not i'm not i don't care about that respectful whatever don't you know talk about politics and religion bullshit with people because that's why we are we're in the position we're in as a society we're because because we're we're too afraid to confront the problems and actually say something and do something about it but i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not putting up with it anymore right absolutely the thing, not anymore. the only thing i'm doing when i do have that debate or i have that argument or if it's just straight up just beef Obviously, I'll know how to destroy you and roast your ass if it's just beef and you're being disrespectful. But if it comes into politics or something along those lines, I'm going to make sure before I open my fucking mouth 
that I have all the correct facts before I fucking destroy you. And right, I only right. want to do that. One, obviously it's my ego. I just want to be right. And I want to fucking stomp your ass with it. Number two, it's also to make sure that even though I'm destroying you, I'm also educating you as well. I'm making right. sure that you understand what the fuck I'm talking about and why it's so adamantly important. Yeah. And I feel that comes with anything that you end up trying to fucking talk about or preach about. And that goes into anything. Like I can sit here and debate somebody about movies and talk to them all day about movies. And I can have a common opinion with somebody and somebody disapprove my opinion or shit on my idea. That's fine. Right. We actually end up coming together at the end of it all. And we still talk about the movies. It should, it should be as easy as talking about movies as it is about politics. Yeah. Yep. That's how I feel. It, I, I, I'm sitting there being a friend with somebody after I debate a movie. If I debate somebody about politics, fuck you, dude. I will not talk to you. Stick it up your fucking candy ass. I don't fucking care. All right. This is where this is where you kind of have to be nuanced with this idea, because it for is. me personally, like I want to try to I don't want to say convert, but kind of convert. I want to try to at least lend a hand to the people who are being dumb or pieces of shit. I'm going to lend a hand to them and give them the opportunity to, to change, to change or to change their ideas or thoughts. So I'm always going to approach and I'm always going to initially approach the situation with a, a welcoming, you know, Right, but well, but but well, also I'm not that, gonna though. I'm not gonna put mm -hmm. up with you being disrespectful, disrespectful and unable to have a conversation without getting your ego all entangled into it. You know what I mean? So. Right, and that's what I'm talking about with politics. And, that, and like, yes, like I said, it comes into politics. I can definitely talk about somebody say, "Fuck you," you know. I don't want to talk to you no more because you're you're sitting there thinking that way. And that's a part of the new year. What you're talking about? If I have a conversation with somebody about politics, first off, there's some people that you're just never going to change. It's just never yeah. going to fucking happen, and you're going to waste your breath. It's just going to happen that way. Number two, if you can have a debate with somebody and they can sit there and understand your ideas and ideologies and you do the same thing for them and you guys are still coming back where it's like, okay, well, he's still fucking right wing. I'm still left wing, but we came in a fucking middle and we understood some common ground. If right. you can do that, which is exactly what we need to do. There's not, if you can do that, it's you need to do that because we shouldn't be so social, socially divided by our ideas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can believe whatever the fuck you want, but as long as we can sit here and have a conversation about it and you can understand me as much as I can understand you, I'm going to give you a hug and I'm going to drink a fucking beer with you and we're going to talk about something else. That's how I feel about it always. and I, and I Or not always, because I do have those debates. I did have those arguments where I don't talk to nobody no more because, unfortunately, you won't change your ways and anytime that we might talk, it just gets too fucking heated. Right. You know, there, there's just times that that happens. But that's why, like, again, 2021, that's a good way of looking at things, Jake. We need to fucking look at it where we can sit here and have this debate. I don't know everything. You don't know everything. But let's meet in that common ground to know everything. Right. That's what and, we fucking need. And I'm always going to extend that hand, you know. But if you whip your dick out and piss on my hand that I extended to you, well, I'm going to turn around and slap you with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good way of looking at it. Dude. I, yeah. You have to get a wet piss face. I pulled that out of my ass too. So that, that was good. I like. I'm it. proud of that it. analogy. I am too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I mean, you know, let's say for instance, you come across somebody who's like, you know, I don't support Black Lives Matter, and here's why. They go on to say they're not racist. They don't hate black people, but they hate the movement or whatever. Well, I'm going to be like, all right, well, let me try to explain to you why the movement is important. You know what right. I mean? And I hope that you will have an open mind in understanding why it is important. Right. But if they just are refuse to believe it, then I'm going to be like, well, why do you believe that? Like, you should maybe question your inherent racism. You know what I mean? Like, right. Maybe you don't want to agree that you're racist, but maybe you're you are racist. Yeah, you know what I mean? And like, and so that's kind of where I'm going to like use as an example to draw my distinction. Like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to extend my hand to you in hopes that you will, you know, try to understand and learn. But mm-hmm. if you were just unwilling, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to put up with it. Right. Um, 100% agree. And it's unfortunate that we, it's unfortunate right. that we have it's to still have that 2021 and we still have to do this. Yeah. You know, and what's worse <laughs> is we have, so we have people that were born in the 1940s. Okay. Let's just put it that way. And let's just say that's grandma and grandpa. Unfortunately, they're we're running still our in, government. Right. Well, not only that, we're still living in a world where there's a 13 or 14 year old, you know, kid that adores grandma and grandpa and hangs on to their every word. And right. now they're growing up racist. You can't, you don't, you're not born into racism. You know what I'm saying? You're taught racism. Right. And that's right. the yeah. unfortunate part is that you have people, 14, 15, 16 year old, fuck a mask, Trump 2020, you know, whatever the fuck it might be, you know, and, and it's hard. And, we're going to always have that world until we completely wean out people of that mindset. We're always going to have that kind of world where people are so divided like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, grandma and grandpa are teaching their teenagers, uh, their grandkids that shit. Right. Yeah. But not all. I'm not going to say there's not 60, 70 year old people that are fucking um, not with the, the black lives matter protests that are not with Trump. You know, I see plenty right. of older folks that understand how corrupt that motherfucker was, um, you know, and support, you know, still all is. lives. You hear the hear the recent thing about what he said. I heard that he threatened, I believe, the Georgia governor or some shit, didn't he? Like a fucking idiot On over tape. the phone. Yeah, recorded. Dude, it's like you're worse than Watergate, dog. And Watergate was one fucking thing. Yeah, right. You know, this motherfucker's multiple, and like he's sitting there pawning out his fucking frat boy buddies out of jail right before he leaves office. Yeah, and, there's that's really fucked because there's some people who deserve to be in jail that he's actually letting out. Whereas right. usually, like, the president pardons somebody who, like, shouldn't have been in jail. Accused. Right. right, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, and not only that, so I don't know this exact law. Cronies, this is something, bro. Right? Before you cronies. Go, <laughs> before you go fucking um shitting on me or anything like this, last thought of the day on this whole thing. President Trump signed some kind of fucking um bill that's going to pass in 2022, I believe is the year. And that's going to raise taxes for the fucking poor. You can go look it up. It's fucking passed already. 
Like, and I forget all the details of it, but we will be taxed higher because of this bill. People don't see this shit. I, I sent this direct article on the New York Times to a Trump supporter. Fake news. Immediately. Oh, like, they, you're going to they, tell, they... tell me New York Times is fake news? Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, so yeah, there's times where they are very obviously leaning a certain way politically. Okay, that's and, fair. And, that's fair. Yeah, but at the same time, it's true. And also, it's done purposefully so that way when uh, Biden does take office and that happens during his presidency... They're going to blame that motherfucker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking game. It really is. What we need to do it's is like- realize that we can... We can we can turn the tide of the game if we just stop playing it. We really could. Like I, I see so many people that say, like, stop. Like, so people have talked about um, are on Facebook. Like right now, what's going on? I believe it's in India where they're doing a uh, a work strike where there's like over one hundred twenty thousand people not working, striking. They don't give a fuck. But it's like if if the whole world came together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If like the United States, like, okay, for the United States alone, if we just did not pay taxes, if we could get a group of a lot of people just not to pay fucking taxes and then it actually happened, that would start some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and going on to fucking taxes, oh my God, I'm already pissed. The motherfuckers, and I'm just going to keep saying Trump supporters, the motherfuckers that sit there and say, oh, them goddamn motherfuckers that, you know, take my fucking money off my taxes and people that are just sitting there on welfare taking my fucking money. Look at your taxes, you fucking idiot. 4% of your taxes come out for welfare, you fucking moron. The Fuck rest you. the rest goes to line those people that you su- line the pockets of those people that you support for no fucking reason. They're exactly. robbing you blind and you're fucking too stupid to realize it. Exactly. It's yeah, it's Ooh. yeah. I uh, I had this big argument <laughs> last week. I think um, I was I came home. I had a drink too after I got off work, <laughs> and I was just like I was feeling it, and I was just like, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna stop paying my taxes. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Right. What are they gonna do? They're gonna show up at my door. You Jacob Hess? Nope. I ain't never <laughs> heard that name before in my life. You Close must have the wrong house. All right. You got a warrant to come in? I don't oh, know no? who you are. <laughs> well, then fuck off. Fuck off. That's right. I, I Wait, agree 100%. I'm going to start garnishing my wages? What if I What if I take it cash? Then what? Then what are you going to do? How are you going to get your taxes in? Right. You're not going to. What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to come after me, some guy that pays $18,000 a year in taxes. That's who you're coming after. Why don't you go after the guy who's, you know, not paying his million dollar taxes that he owes? You know what I mean? Right. No, I'm you're really gonna do well, though. It's it's so shitty, and they 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 just they lean got on everybody the stupid. Scared. Yes. They yeah. Got... They lean on the stupid. They do. We're all stupid. I'm stupid. I'm. You're fucking stupid. We're all stupid to them. We're all fucking stupid because we don't. But once. I think, okay, so once all those stupids rise the fuck up, it's going to be a totally different ball game. Every time I think about money and the world right now, I think of one movie, Elysium. Do you remember that movie with Matt Damon? 
where the fucking rich are living above everybody else and the peasants are basically living in 10 fucking boxes at the bottom. That's what I feel. And they got tired of that shit. And what the fuck happened? They destroyed the fucking rich world. Yep. I'm uh, just saying. Well, all right. This goes back to what I was saying in another episode. Um, entropy. There cannot be infinite growth. There can't be infinite profits. All of that will collapse. The U.S. dollar is losing its value every single day. It's worth less and less and less. Eventually, the dollar is not going to be worth anything. Eventually, our entire economy, not just the U.S. economy, the entire global economy, economy will collapse because you can't grow infinitely it's impossible it defies the laws of physics it's not possible it will collapse Mm -hmm. i think in our lifetime probably so what's the point here's what i say why why should i pay taxes then if 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 everything that I'm paying taxes for is just going to crumble in my lifetime, what's the point? Well, Am I ever going to see that social security that I'm paying taxes for? Probably not. Exactly. Or if you do, not much. But it's well. Here's the thing: we're paying we're paying taxes for X amount of dollars for our social security or whatever. But in the future, when we go to Get that social security. How much is that worth then? It's going to be worth right. nothing. Not even close to what you were when you were making. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, what's the point? Why? Why pay taxes then? Right. And really, 100%. what are you going to do? You're going to come get me. Too. You're going to come doing? get me. Right. You're going to come into my house and drag me out. Try stepping foot in my house without a warrant. See what happens. You're right. be shot That's fucking a- dead on the doorstep that's how i feel about it dude i i I, and with taxes you're basically working for taxes you're you're making next to no money because it's going out in your taxes and then what do i see from it you you know what you see see this is the downfall and this is where i try to remember that i want to enjoy my fucking life the government's going to keep fucking me till the day i die it's more than likely going to happen okay unless Unless the revolution unless unless we just stop Right, letting right, them. Right. That's the thing. But, we let them. We let oh, I know. them. But the problem is, is we're not unified as one. Once we become unified as a group, then we something will change. But until then, it's not going to fucking happen. So, for the right. example that it probably won't fucking happen, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to get fucking old. I'm going to be taxed all this fucking money, and at the end of the day, I worked my life away to pay for government funding. That's literally yeah. it. You're going to, and going back onto what I was my saying, my money went to why, dropping bombs on brown people in poorer countries over the world. Right. And not only fucking that. And that's what I'm getting at about this. It's like, I'm probably going to be close to broke the rest of my life. If I get successful. Awesome. I'm crypto, not going to be broken. Anymore. Crypto. Right. I, I hear you. I hear you, but I'm, I'm just making this point. When you sit here and you work every day like you do, and we're, we're kind of slaves to the system. We really fucking are. When you work every day you do, I'm damn sure, you best be damn sure that I'm going to spend my money on video games, on pot, 
on fucking memorabilia shit that when I walk into my door, I'm so fucking happy to see because that's the only thing that makes me content in life. And that's shitty that you have to go and end up using the hard-earned money that you had, which you should have more because the taxes are so fucking high. But the hard-earned money that you do have and you end up being broke basically week to fucking week, you have stuff that makes you happy. And that's the one thing, if you take out anything, if, if, if the world doesn't change, take out that one thing that I'm saying right now. Make sure you make yourself fucking happy because it is really hard in this life to live anything else but that. Because what is it? Fucking suicide rate is up to 90 goddamn percent. I, th- I believe if I'm not mistaken, 90 fucking percent. And that's obviously because you're fucking staying at home constantly every day. You're probably having fights with fucking loved ones constantly every day. Your fucking mental status is not there anymore. So like going into all this, man, this is why we do need to fight. So you're not sitting there every fucking day being happy, walking into a door after you're sloshed, your back hurts, your legs hurt, your body hurts. Look at other fucking countries. Look at them. Look at the paid time off for fucking pregnant women. Look at the fucking vacation time. Look at the fucking hours. Look at everything. And then talk to me about a great fucking country that we're living in. Fuck that. I don't live in a great country. I don't. Am I proud to be an American? Yeah, I'll say that. I'm not proud of how they treat their American fucking people. Right. Period. There's people that come they from don't, fucking we, third they, world they countries. They don't view us as people. They view us as assets. Right. We are worth money. We are worth the work that we put in to raise taxes for. That's that's what that's what the government views our job. We are tax generators. And this goes into the Trump supporters. I really hope that I get a Trump supporter listening to this fucking podcast. And maybe they'll have a different open mind or a different value or mindset of where the fuck we're coming from as people. Maybe, they're, maybe they'll see a different light from the way that we've experienced it or the way that we talk about it. That's what I hope. I hope that I at least just reach one fucking person with my opinion and my heartfelt feelings about this world and what we live in today. I, like I said before in, in another podcast, I'm not the smartest person. I'm a very doll nail in the show. But at the end of the day, I try to learn everything and I question everything because I am so scared of this fucking world and what they do to us blatantly with our eyes literally open. Our eyes are opened and we're still getting fucked with no goddamn spit. No spit. Now I'm angry. I was going off of a happy rant. Now I'm pissed. But I'm pissed for a reason. But I'm I'm also happy because... The way that I'm portraying this, I'm not the smartest person, like I said, and I'm portraying it pretty goddamn well. I'm saying exactly how I want to say it, and I just hope that it does reach somebody because I said it so eloquently that it makes complete fucking sense. So, yeah, if, if you take anything off of this, just take what the fuck we have said throughout this whole podcast. Have an amazing fucking year. Treat yourself to everything that you fucking possibly can. I don't give a fuck what it is. I love every single one of you. And I just want you to have your minds open. I want you to have your third eye opened a little bit so you can realize what the fuck is going on in the world around you with your fucking eyes opened. Amen, brother. Thank you. Amen. On that note, man, I think we're going to leave it off, man. We, uh, we had a great, Great episode of. I'm I'm so happy with this episode. I'm ready to edit it already. I'm very happy right now. <laughs> this was a good one, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
thank you guys man for every every all you guys tuning in uh for, from our previous episodes we had a great end to our 2020 um i know we're both extremely excited to get this year rolling and get keep pushing all of this content. shit off our chest because oh that got, too yes we got a lot to say and uh, as you can see we can keep going there's a lot to say um, really is. but to to lead us into 2021 just be grateful for what you have be kind to the people around you and try to create a more positive world for you and everyone else and and as if we all do that by coming together talking about our ideas we can really make a change 100 percent agreed and on that last note so beautiful again that's too bad that's two podcasts in you had something so beautiful to say at the end and i'm just ruining it by my oh speech. you're not ruining it thank you thank you anyways um one thing i want to say was a big thank you to every blasphemous review um or blasphemous podcast listener what would you call them do we have a name for our listeners yet would you, do you have uh, a name? i don't know i don't know but anyways blasphemous I want to crew Right. And I want to explain something to you guys uh, that is really near and dear to my heart. So October 31st of 2020 was the first release of our episode, um, episode one. To me, since then, I keep up with the algorithm. I look at everything. Since then, with episode, what is this, episode 10 or 11? Is this, 11? this is this 11. 11 now. This is 11 now. Going on to episode 10, I looked last night or today, I can't remember. We are up to 207 views on all of the episodes. That's not a lot uh, to probably fucking Joe Rogan experience, obviously, but that's 207 listens in its entirety. I don't know all 207 listeners. I don't know who's listened to it. I, I'm just appreciative of every single one of you because what I see was, you know, when I was in episode one and I only saw, you know, 33 views. Oh, that's awesome. And then it would decline on the next episode and then it would, you know, it would raise on the other one and so on and so forth. I'm just so happy that I have somebody constantly coming in and listening to us do what we love. And the content is only going to get better. We're only going to gain experience with time. And like, for example, episode 11, this one right here, it blew my fucking socks out the water. You know, a lot of this was off the rip, but it was a lot of it was off the heart too. So with yeah. that being said, I appreciate and I love every single one of you that are listening. Thank you so much. You're what drive my ass to come here, make sure I have internet to do everything I need to do to make sure that this is released to you guys. So thank you so much. Please keep, keep listening. We have more content every fucking week for you. And video content is yet to be here, but it will definitely be here. We have the podcast, you know, but I'm talking about other content besides that. So yep. thank you for listening. I love every single one of you with, with everything in my heart. Please keep listening. Just keep enjoying our content. If you have anything to say to us, please don't forget to say it to us. Throw it on our Facebook page. Throw it on our, on our Instagram page. Make sure that we know. Because if something's bothering you or if we said something fucked up or you didn't like it, let us know. We are not going to get hurt. I want your feedback 110% of the time. Yep. So, all right. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. See you then. <laughs>